0: Welcome to the B-Side Outdoor Podcast. I'm your host, Frank. So, let's start where I left off. I believe we talked about my galenew hunt last time. I know it's been a while. Life's been hectic. Well, since my galenew hunt, uh, I did a one-day class with the Louisiana Trapper and Alligator Hunter Association in conjunction with Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Um. That's actually a pretty cool thing. If you live in Louisiana, you know if you can get in one of them classes, it's completely free. You get about 150 to 200 dollars worth of equipment for free. Um, every student gets one. So, uh, yeah, we did that. Then, let's see what else did we. Went to the commissioner meeting for February. I'm going to touch on that. And I went on a Nutria hunt. Um, I'm going to talk both about them, both the Nutria hunt and the commissioner meeting. So let's start with the commissioner's meeting. And so this one had two items on the agenda. Set hunting seasons for 24, 25, and the Manhattan buffer zone. So, it was a long meeting, not going to lie, but we went in, excuse me, I'm a little tired here, Uh, went in, they set the season, pretty much no opposition, uh, which was great. Everybody loved it, or not loved it, but went through pretty smooth, really no opposition. Then the Manhattan uh, Buffer Zone came up. So if you haven't followed what's going on with the Manhattan industry, A little bit of a recap. Um, They, the Manhattan okay, so a manhaden, known as a pogey in Louisiana. It's a filter-feeding fish, and they migrate from inshore during the day to offshore at night. So this little fish is really kind of the, base of the Gulf ecosystem. Everything eats them, everything loves them. Uh, A lot of times if you use cut bait offshore, that's what you're using. You're using what they call a pogey, manhaden. Uh, It's got a little dot on it. It's real smelly and oily and everything just loves to eat it. Um, From, you know, redfish, speckled trout. Snapper, everything, just loves this little fish. Well, recently, or up until last year, I want to say, there was really no restrictions on where these guys could fish these. And the way they fish them is they have what they call a mothership. This is a big boat, and it's got a, a pump, from what I understand, pretty much. That suck, or a vacuum that sucks these fish out of the net. And they have these nets that are like, it's a signed net? I believe so. That might be. Anyway, pretty much how they do salmon fishing in Alaska. And they have two tender boats. They circle it. Then the mothership pulls up alongside the net, sucks it up. Well, they put in a quarter-mile barrier, on Louisiana and three miles around Grand Op. Fast forward to the summer of 2023. All of a sudden, dead redfish and pogie start washing up on Holly Beach and Rutherford Beach in Cameron Parish. Well, then this CCA starts using this as a call for action. And what they start doing is they want to implement now a or with the notice of intent that was in effect was a one mile buffer down the entire coast and three miles on Rutherford Beach, Holly Beach, and keeping the three miles with Grand Isle. So the issue here is the way the fish they they need shallow water to fish the Fish, and when they don't have shallow water, it's kinda hard. Well, they're saying about a quarter of their catch comes from within that mile line that mile to a quarter mile um, so they went back and forth on it. you know you heard opposition's uh they had uh, people for both sides testify on what they feel well. Commission did something that I thought was fr- I kind of give the commission props on it, and what they do is they say, All right, look, I don't think this should be this is not this is a user group issue, not a really a restriction issue." So now they basically told the CCA and some other groups to get together with the two companies that fish Manhattan in Louisiana waters. And they said, y'all come back with a solution next month. So yes, next month will be another manhaden, um, manhaden discussion, uh, Basically, what the commissioners were saying, look, if y'all can't come up with a solution, we will, and I don't think certain people in this room are going to like our suggestion. Our notice of intent is going to go through, but they're trying to let you know, the sport fishermen and the Manhattan industry come together and solve their problem without the commission getting involved. That was the commissioner's meeting. <coughs> I mean, I've done some trapping recently. Not much. Like I said, I did the one-day workshop, uh, which I love the one-day workshops, guys. I love giving the knowledge out there, teaching. Um, I believe from what I was told the rest of this season's one-day workshops, which there's two left. One, which will be the Saturday after this is released, is filled in Baton Rouge at Waddell. And the other one is in Lafayette, which is filled. Um, And happy Mardi Gras, because this is the Mardi Gras episode. I won't be at Waddell because of things going on due to Mardi Gras, but... I will be at the one in Lafayette at the end of February. Now, with that being said, um, my trapper outreach doesn't stop there. I have some other stuff coming up that I'm going to be helping out with. Uh, when I get the, the final dates and where it's at for the run or the convention this year, the Louisiana Trapper and Island Hunter Association, you know, I'm going to put that out there. I will be there. I actually really enjoy these. If you're interested in trapping and you're like, man, I couldn't get into one of these one days, the way to go is to these conventions. They have, you can buy traps, buy equipment, buy lures, buy baits. Uh, Last year we had some people that were selling some goat milk and beard oil, and homemade beard oils. It was great. Um, and normally they have a couple of people there that are selling used traps, or, you know, if you meet somebody on a trapping group and you're like, huh, really don't want to go randomly meet these guys, uh, that's a great place to meet them, you know. Everybody's friendly. Everybody will talk to you. Everybody there, both, or most people there are trappers, um, We do have some non-trappers, but that's not really, or not necessarily non-trappers. I wouldn't say, but they have some people there that aren't, that are necessarily spouses to trappers. So, come out. I'll let y'all know that date. But let's talk about this new drone. So. We went on a public land nutra hunt. In the state of Louisiana, if you have a trapping license, you can kill, even shooting them, as many nutria as you want. Certain WMAs have certain regulations that say you can only hunt them. So, with a regular hunting license,
1: you're only allowed
0: to kill five nutrients. With a trapping license on most places or private land, you could kill unlimited nutrients. So what does that mean, guys? So you go out here. (coughs) Excuse me. The The public land we went on did not allow us to kill more than five. We did not shoot. We shot at more than five. But... We realize we could shoot, but... Well, also on the WM. So, normally, on private land, you ride around in the boat, put, putting around, and when you see a nutria, you can shoot it from the boat. The boat doesn't have to be stopped. Um, obviously, you don't want them going 100 miles an hour, because it'd be hard to hit them, but... You know, yeah, you can just kind of ride around and do it. Well... On public land, excuse me, I was just tired of trying to record this podcast. Uh, But on public land, you can't have a loaded weapon while the boat is in motion with the engine running. So we tried to start, we tried this drift. How did we do? Well, at one point, The public land we were on, the tide was extremely high, and when I say extremely high, like, where the marsh is, or where normally, not necessarily dry ground, but high ground in the marsh, it was calf deep of water. So, we still were able to see some. They're still in their piles, you know. Um, See them sunning and stuff like that. Well, we shot a few while walking through the marsh. Um, And when I say a few, I think it was two. Uh, Well, we shot a couple of drifting. Um, And look, the tide was running so hard or the current was running so hard through these canals that like we we went into some trees and stuff and like I I jokingly told uh, Vinny that on my headstone, I'm going to see it now it's going to be avid outdoorsman killed by tree. not how you think yeah, like it's going to just knock me out in the boat, and I see it coming. Uh, but so we drifted. We shot a couple of more nutria, and yeah. So we got to figure out a better way of doing it. Maybe having a better push pole because it's not really that much fun. I mean, when you're drifting that far, that long, you know. And the boat really just kind of going where it goes. There's no rhyme or reason, or you know, excuse me. When I said no rhyme or reason. It's just kind of aimlessly drifting down it, running into the bank. Um, but, yeah, so. That video of me and Vinny hunting the Nutria should be out I'm assuming this weekend so like if you're listening to this go subscribe to Pelican Bone Outdoors turn that notification on and that video should be out within the next, either it's out now, not sure when he's releasing it, or it'll be out in the next couple of days. Um, but we had a blast. Uh, it's always a good time. But make sure you tag us in your social media. We're going to start featuring our listeners. Uh, share this podcast with a friend. You know, we got good information sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's bad information. Let me know if y'all want to hear anybody on this podcast. I'll try to get them on. Uh, Or what any subjects y'all want to hear about. If I know anything about it, I'll talk about it. If not, I will find somebody that knows more about it than me and talk about it. Um, If you have any comments, anything you want to say, you know, send us an email. BesideOutdoors at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can message us there. Follow us on TikTok. Haven't been putting a lot of stuff out. Social oh, social media-wise, Instagram, Facebook, I've been putting a ton of stuff out. Uh, Video-wise, I haven't hardly put anything out. We have a YouTube. You can go. If you want to learn about trapping, we got trapping stuff on there, crabbing stuff, fishing stuff. Uh, yeah. So... Like I said, make sure you tag us in your social media posts. We're going to start featuring our listeners, our subscribers. We want y'all to get out there. And look, if you want to support this podcast, the easiest thing, the best way to support us is go ahead and give us a five-star review. That supports this podcast more than you ever know. You know, that's how we start getting out to more and more people. Um, Share this podcast with friends, family, neighbors, enemies, everybody. Just share it out there. Get it out there. Um, I'm going to finish, wrap this one up. I know we're only probably at, I have no idea how much time we have going on here. but uh, Yeah, we're at like 20 minutes now. Really everything that's been going on. I'm going to be getting guests on here, I promise, guys. Uh, it's just. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I'm going to be getting guests on here. Uh, my life has been really busy. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last podcast. I have a newborn, she's great. Wonderful, she's doing fine, Mama's doing fine, uh, but takes up a ton of my time. Uh, I thought it was funny. I was like, man, look, I'm gonna take the month of December off. My mama has this baby. I ran my trap line every morning, and that was it. I did nothing else uh, made one duck hunt this year, two nutria hunts, I believe, and that's it, that's, that's all the hunting I did, and I, I trapped more than I hunted this year, uh, I'm gonna be getting the trap lines back out, I got a buddy of mine, that, where I trapped my bobcat last year, he said he's got a nice tom on that property, um, you know, get out there, try new things, because if you haven't eaten Bobcat, let me tell you, it's excellent. If you had not eaten Nutra, it's all right. It's pretty good. I'd eat it again. I am going to eat it again. Um, and just because somebody says, oh, that's a trash bird, don't believe them. Uh, Galenew, most people probably don't shoot them. South Louisiana, you probably got a lot more people that shoot them. And look, guys, I'm just letting you know, if you're going to ask me what a Galenew is outside of South Louisiana, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I didn't realize a pool dude had another name until I was in my 30s. So, I was a little bit younger uh, younger than that. But, you know, it took me years to figure this out. Uh, so, I don't know what a Galenew is. Let's say Arkansas. I don't know if y'all even have them, uh, but they're definitely, you know, uh, so, well, make sure you thank a veteran, thank a first responder, uh, they allow us to do what we do, I appreciate everybody listening, everybody that's hit that subscribe button, I think, I think it's subscribe, I don't know, um, uh, I'm going to leave my link tree in the show notes below. And remember, I hope to catch you on the B-side of the outdoors.